everyone, and welcome to Aishapedia Uncut. With me, your host, Aisha, or as you may know me on social media, Aishapedia. Before I get further into the podcast episode, I just want to put a disclaimer out there to anyone that may get indirectly offended by what I'm about to discuss. This topic is very controversial and it has been on my mind for quite some time and after discussing it with a few fellow bloggers and some friends, I felt it was definitely time to talk about it. I did say this in a blog post when I had a blog on WordPress quite a few years ago and I thought since it was Women's Day in South Africa a few days ago, I thought I would dedicate this topic to the unfortunate stigma attached to women in society, whether it's in relation to the pressures of marriage or if you're unmarried, if you're divorced, or even if you're seeking a career whilst you're married. Now, I'm an enthusiastic feminist, and what this means to me is that I personally feel women around the world deserve equal rights to men, and to be viewed in this way. This does not mean that I'm about the whole men are trash saga. I firmly believe that there are good-hearted men out there that feel the same way about women's rights, and in no way are they discrediting males. Traditionally, societies have this perspective that women have a certain place in society and they should adhere to this position and to do or think otherwise would actually be a taboo. To address this issue, I felt it necessary to target the main stigmas with which society burdens certain groups of people. So I'm going to break it down and what I've gathered from my research, what I've seen, my own experiences, just in terms of, you know, each category of women. So let's start off with unmarried women. Now, I'm an unmarried young Muslim woman, and I've dealt with an influx of questions from random people, people who aren't even my parents, surrounding why am I not seeking men, or why don't I wish to be married, am I not ready, or what's wrong with me? And I could easily shut down those questions and tell them to just mind their own business, which I'll admit I actually did a few times. But then I started to wonder why people feel that unmarried women are jaded and expired goods. Personally, I've always prioritized my education over marriage, education and career, actually. My parents have always encouraged my siblings and I to just remain steadfast in our education, but more importantly, in our faith. Now, my faith instills in us that marriage is half of our faith, which I'm not against, as I do want to actually be happily married one day, God willing. However, I don't want to feel pressured into being forced into marriage or feel like I am unworthy because others are married and I'm not. No. My belief is that with everything in life, everyone has their own experience at their own time. For those engaged or are already married at a younger age, that's amazing. And if you found the right person and if you're happy, then that is what counts. If you are unmarried, then don't feel disheartened because whatever life choice you make must come from you. Alhamdulillah, thankfully, I am happy and I am living my life in a way that teaches me new things about myself. I don't wish to invest in a hypothetical reality that doesn't correlate with me or speak to the essence of who I am. I mean, am I ready to take on another being? Right now, I'm not sure. But no one truly ever is. And with time, I'm sure it will come. And I'll come close to how it will feel. But for now, I and to all those that feel this way, we are good. And it will be good. And we will find that person when we are ready to. And that's okay. The next category of women that I actually want to discuss is divorced women. The worst stigma attached to women who are divorced is that they are tainted broken, or just used women. It's actually so pathetic what society can come up with, but sadly, this is the reality of the matter. Women that have been divorced, sometimes not by their own choice, have been through such strenuous circumstances in their life which makes a divorce more liberating. Does it mean they are dead inside? No. 
It simply means that they are going to be focusing on their own needs. Everyone has their own trials and no one can speak for every divorced woman out there. These women have to actually be commended for their strength as from what I've witnessed through strong women in my life, divorce is not easy in the slightest. It's mentally, physically and emotionally draining. But does this mean it's the end? No, it just means that you have a different purpose and you're welcoming the next stage of your life. The path of marriage may not have been the best with one person, but it doesn't exactly rule out the possibility of being happy with another. Regardless of whether you seek to be married or not after a divorce, you are still dear to the people in your life that care for you, even when it may not seem so. So don't ever feel worthless, because I always have lived by this motto, and I've always seen it by this, that one person's trash is always another's treasure. Which brings me on to my next category of women. If you're a woman who is seeking a career whilst being married, it's often held in society that women are the primary caregivers, and this is 100% accurate. But does this mean a woman can't be a breadwinner as well? I'll tell you a story. During a legal internship that I did quite a couple of years ago, my supervisor, who was a female senior associate at the time, told me that no matter what people tell you, don't ever let them say you can't have both a career and a marriage. And to me at that time, it was truly uplifting, and it still is, because of all the misgivings I'd heard surrounding working women who are married. It is possible to do both, and it's something we as women should feel empowered to do. Working hard, being married, and yourself is something that a woman should always uphold. I know most women who say, oh, when you're married, it's so different. You don't even have the time to think about it. Like, why does it matter if your husband can provide for you? But does it have to be that way? I mean, you've chosen your partner, so surely he can understand and respect your worth, just as you would his. They say marriage is always about compromise, but that doesn't mean you have to compromise yourself completely. There are often women whose jobs have helped their marriage, so never feel fearful that that is impossible for you. Nothing is ever impossible. It is not a crime to be financially independent or the breadwinner in the family as a woman. And based on the current economic times, as in some countries, it's actually now a necessity for a household to have two supporting incomes as opposed to one. So clearly, it shouldn't be a situation where our culture is holding us back or our religion is holding us back because that's not the case. You're listening to Aishapedia Uncut and we'll be right back. And that brings me on to my next category. Talking about Islam, because I love to talk about my faith. And what does Islam say about women? I'm not going to blab on too much about this, but I feel I have to briefly address the misconceptions surrounding women in Islam. Now we know how the media and a lot of supremacists out there tend to feel that they have a say in how Muslim women live their lives. We've heard the slogan that Muslim women are oppressed, you know, they have to dress a certain way, they cannot work, they cannot leave their house, they have to be subservient to their husband. But do they really know what Islam teaches us about women? Women are actually kept in the highest regard in Islam. In fact, the first woman to ever accept Islam, she was actually divorced at one point and a successful businesswoman. And she had a family. Some women have participated in battles while others upholding political positions in Islam as scholars, philosophers. So it's clear that cultures tend to blur the lines between itself and religion. But I feel like it's such a fallacy that must be removed because there's so many women and so many respectable women in Islam that have actually paved the way for Muslim women to feel that they have a space in society and not that they should be brought down. Now, I could go on and rave on and on about women and the rights of women and how women should be empowered to do what they want to do. 
But I'm going to save your ears from the strain and remind all my fellow women out there, married or unmarried, that there is nothing wrong in staying true to yourself. A woman's potential in the community should not be measured by their marriage status. Marriage can really be a truly remarkable journey from what I've seen for some of my friends, my family, everyone that I know who is married, or a few people that I know who even aren't married. They're happy, no matter what. But remember that a woman's life began way before marriage, and it's not defined by a marriage. And I think that's the important thing that I'm trying to bring to you today, that it doesn't mean just because you are not married or you haven't been married or you were divorced that you have no future and that marriage is the only thing that pulls you there. I hope one day to be married and happily married. And when that happens, I will fully enjoy it. And I hope to. And I also hope that my partner is one that can see me on that level. At the same time, I also don't want to feel that that's the only societal pressure that I have to uphold. There's so many doors open for women out there that I feel is an opportunity for all of us to grow in addition to marriage. And I think that's the most exciting part of it all. That as women, we are not truly defined by what society has to tell us or what culture has to tell us. As a woman, we've had to forge our path and be heard 10 times more than men just to exist. And this just means that we deserve to be unapologetically ourselves. So if you're listening to this and you know a woman, which I'm pretty sure everybody should, then lift them and support them. It's difficult enough living day by day and trying to get through every day, especially in these times. But more importantly, we need to actually support this idea of living as a woman in a man's world. On that note, I want to wish all the wonderful women listening out there a happy Women's Day. We commend and cherish and we respect you. And we know that not one public holiday can really commemorate the value that you give us each and every day. So we hope that you are celebrated and appreciated every day. But until then, that's it from me. Be sure to follow me on Instagram to share your thoughts and your feedback on at Aishapedia. There's only one more episode left and it's our season finale. So until then, thank you all for listening and I'll see you in next week's episode.